call is now being recorded. Hey there. Well, hi there. Hello there. Welcome to episode 30. Hey now. Episode 30. Yeah. Why you shouldn't start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, people shouldn't do this. Like, yeah. I mean, seriously, they shouldn't. They yeah. should not start a podcast. There's really no reason to do it. Yeah. It's a stupid idea. Yeah. You're not going to get popular. No one's going to listen to it. Your subscribers certainly aren't going to listen to it. Well, even if you have sub- subscribers, they're not going to, like, do anything. You can't get people to do stuff from a podcast. Like, you, you can't tell people to go, like, I don't know, um, anything. Mm. Like, no one's going to take any action from what they hear on a podcast. It's true. Like, zero influence is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So you right. shouldn't start a podcast, but there are ways there are ways to uh create a successful podcast. And the the way to do that is simply to say yes. Absolutely. Are you saying yes? Yes. I actually have people around me saying yes too at the moment. About yes. um <laughs> excuse me, how they wanna start a successful podcast, but you know what's gonna happen, they're all gonna fail. Yes. And, and and now one guy's looking at me like, Were you talking to me? <laughs> he's like he's over there on the couch going, What are you talking about me? I'm not, by the way. I don't want to get into any kind of confrontation. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's cool to have like an audience the live audience today. Uh and yeah. like, what, this is going to fucking go out on the internet? Are you, are you fucking stupid? And the answer is yes. Sure. Sure. Paradise Cove did not burn up, but Paradise California did. Yeah. Is Paradise California your Paradise Cove? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it's not too far away, but I don't think it's like the same thing. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, he, he just corrected. So Paradise, California burned up. Paradise Cove near Malibu also burned up. Yeah. What the fuck? That's not right. There's something. Wait, I thought it was. I thought the place was called Pleasure. I did too. That's what. That's what uh, the president said. He called it Pleasure. I like Pleasure. And and. And raking the raking the forest floor. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny because like all these Finland people are now like going out with rakes and taking pictures of themselves <laughs> raking the forest and stuff. Yeah, and you know what's funny about that too? It's it's raining and wet in yeah. Finland right now. Yeah, yeah, icy and they're, snowy. Yeah, they're raking the forest floor covered with snow and ice. Yep. But there's not going to be any fires over there. <laughs> it's huge. Oh, it's tremendous. Huge. It's really difficult not to get pulled back into the uh, Trumposphere. 
Yeah. Like, as much as you want to avoid it, because I think, as, as we said, it's a good idea to avoid it, he's kind of everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Like, it's seeping into, like, the collective unconsciousness of, of the world. It's just impossible. It, it's His reach is so vast, and everyone loves it, and it's so much fun. It's funny. He's fun. It is pretty funny. Like, no, I agree. It it is kind of fun in a really uh, morbid way. Yeah. I I remember back in the, um, back in college, in fact, um, (laughs) back in the 90s, my friends and I would sit around and and talk about uh, how we were witnessing the end of um, an empire. It was like, you know, back 20 years ago, it was like, well, it's all collapsing. Reagan? That may be more true now than it was then. It may be more scientifically proven, even though, like, everyone in our administration denies that. It's so weird, man. We're just in... It's like we're in a car, and we can see that we're going... 100 miles per hour with our foot on the gas and there's this wall up ahead and we're laughing and we're smiling at it and we're making jokes at it because it's just so morbid. There's no the other way to handle it. big orange wall. Yeah, the it's huge big orange, orange wall. wall. It's this fat orange wall. Ah, you're right. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just an illusion and we're just going to, like, go right through the wall without any harm or the wall will keep receding back from us just faster than we're traveling or we're just going to smash into the wall and, and, like, we'll hit, you know, eternity. Eternity. I can't say that word. Eternity. Like, oblivion. Yeah. Either either way, I, I guess it's fine. Maybe that's why we're laughing so much. Because Maybe. it's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. And here come the, here come the police. Yeah. No, it's the fire engines. Oh, good. So, yeah, it's just, you know, something's on fire. Yeah. Oh, great. Something else on fire. Maybe yeah. it's just a heart attack. That, that too. Yeah, I mean, that someone, would be, I guess, preferable. Someone's ass is on fire and they called 911. That would be an appropriate time. Yeah. Oh. It's coming back this way now. It, like, turned around and came back. Maybe they're done. It's just one the, truck, it a, too. It was a quick stop, and they, like, handled business in a few seconds and, and now had to do another, another call real quick. Yeah. Imagine it's, like, overworked. Paramedics, like just back and forth, and back like, and forth, yeah, back yeah. and forth. <laughs> uh, it's, it's yeah. just a, it's just a burning asshole. Let's go to the other one. Right. Problem solved. Yeah. <sighs> so the uh, the how to be a pimp idea was way too dark. Well, not really. I mean, it it, it is, but. 
I thought that joke, I mean, like, it, it really, I, I didn't really, get that you were going into a joke, and that's why it made me, like, that first part of the joke was really dark. The joke is brilliant, though. Well, it kind of, it wasn't really intended to be a joke. It was kind of intended to be an idea to maybe discuss. Like, I don't really know who would benefit from that. No. I'm sure there are people out there who are curious about, um, you know, what it takes to be a pimp. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just not sure if uh, if it's really a viable career option. No. Hmm. I mean, there are, you know, there are ten rules, though. Yeah, let me hear. Okay, so... So these are ten rules regarding how to be a pimp by an actual alleged pimp. Okay, so these are uh, rules to the game of hoes. And uh, the first rule is always make them need and depend on you so you have power over them. Power is control. Okay. So, I mean, how would one how would one make sure that that someone always needs and depends on you? You would. Um, That's kind of vague, but yeah, I mean, like, well, I you would it. deprive them of you deprive them of resources so that yeah they they have nowhere else to turn but you to meet their needs. Correct. That sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like, all right, right off the bat, it's it's uh, doesn't sound like a very nice profession. Like inhumane for sure. Um, or or you're just a parent. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, kids need and depend on their parents. So and and parents certainly have power over their children. And most pimps go for younger girls anyway. So yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. Number two, make them understand that you don't need them. They need you. They are replaceable. Never let them know if you need them deep down inside. Because sometimes, you know, you might have a sensitive pimp heart, and the reality is that you really, you really do need them, but you can never let on that that's true. Well, also, they're your cash cow, so they're how you're surviving every night. Right, but you need to put up a front so that yeah, that's not it's not seen. obvious and and that they're yeah. replaceable, just like in an employer employee relationship. Like you know, we've worked yeah. jobs where I mean, I've said to myself like, oh, if if I leave, like this place is gonna suffer so badly because you know I'm the only one who knows what's going on here I'm the best worker and um, you know yeah. something happens you leave the job and and then a year later they're doing just fine it's, like they yeah, they really didn't running. you yeah. yeah it's running yeah. great and 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 then you know yeah so uh, so that's basically true 
that um, you don't need them, they need you. That's uh, that's rule number two. Uh, rule number three is never let no one get away with sneaking anything because once they feel they can get away, they will always scheme. Yep. Don't let anyone get away with anything. They're sneaking around, doing stuff. Yeah. And even if you know about it, and you're letting them like sneak around, and they're going to keep doing it. Right. right. Well, why wouldn't? Of course, why wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you not let anyone get away with sneaking anything? You say, "Hey, I saw you sneaking." Stop that immediately. Right. Because <clears throat> then they can't. They feel they. If they feel they can't get away with it, then they'll they'll stop scheming. Apparently. I mean that's kind of very vague as well. <clears throat> it is vague. Um, number four. No matter how much you like or care for one or or any of them, don't trust none of them. Like Scarface. Who do I trust? Me. That's who. Right. Don't trust anyone. Even if you like him. Okay, everybody. I mean, I guess the moral of the story is, is is if you're in a crime industry as your profession, you shouldn't trust anyone because criminals are criminals. And everyone's a criminal. Right, because, like, you're in a, you're putting people into a position of, uh, like, coercion and duress. And pretending yeah. like you're not. Yeah. Um, it's real. It's interesting that that these rules for pimps really seem to also apply <clears throat> to uh, other situations, like uh, you know, like parenting or employment. Yeah, or troubled teen uh, industries, or yeah, yeah. Sure, troubled teen industries for sure. Um, I, that's what I thought this was when I first read it. When you first posted it to me, it's what I thought it was about. Oh. Of course. Well, it certainly applies because, I mean, the, the leaders of of any kind of institution, really of any kind, um, also really should, uh, to be successful, kind of abide by these these rules. Yeah. Uh, number five is always stay two steps ahead of the game you have them playing. Hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Well, sure. It's like it's like a lawyer asking questions of a suspect. Um, like you already know the answers to the questions that you're asking. You just want to make sure that that they're answering you honestly. But you you know ahead of time like what the what the truth is. Hmm. Um, so that in that sense you're you're ahead of them, even though you're pretending like you know you're getting information you're it's just uh like testing their their loyalty or honesty saying right. you know, a couple steps ahead right i mean and and that can be kind of i guess not so um Ominous or, or bad. I mean, of course you want. If you're if you're the boss, you should know more than than the people that are working 
working for you. Otherwise, yeah, they should be the boss. Yeah, that's kind of the yeah. role. Yeah. All right. Uh, number six: don't <laughs> don't let them know all your plans, but always try to know their plans. So, hey, what's your plan? Like, oh, oh, my plan is to uh, hit the street and uh, be a hoe. So you know, like, that's their plan. And and maybe maybe the hoe is like, hey, what's your plan? And you're like, well, I, I'm deciding not to tell you what my plans are. Right. But but I might go to the store later. So maybe maybe you tell them a little bit about your plan, but not all of your plans. Like they might need, you know, they might need to know where you're at. So hey, I'm going to be over here on the corner, uh, right? Doing what doing what pimps do on the corner, right? And, and the hoe is going to be doing what hoes do on the other side of town. Yeah, but you, she doesn't know, or, or he, to be fair, doesn't know, you know, what you're up to on the corner. They just know that that's where you're at. Correct. Okay. So far, so good. I think I'm getting, really getting the idea of what it takes to be a pimp. Yeah. Um, oh, number seven is, is, is pretty epic. Make sure you own their minds, bodies, and souls. And wow. test that out every, and test that out every, every so often and make sure. Yikes. I, I, I'm not even sure what the test for that would be. No. Like, you know, do you just ask you, hey, who owns your mind? Oh, oh, you? Your body? Oh, that would also be you and your soul? Also you. Hmm. That's a that's a pretty high bar. Yeah. It does uh, mean sort of being violent or being aggressive or being... Inhumane. Well, that's another Every part once of in a while. being a successful pimp is that, you know, in, in every case, you want to avoid um, – it's tricky because you want to avoid um, force or violence or obvious coercion because yeah. you, you, when you put people in those kinds of – environments they're bound to leave um yeah so so it's a it's just very subtle to yeah. be able to to gain that kind of total control over somebody um right so this it really gets into more of like um a brainwashing situation where you want to um make sure that they're totally dependent on you and then also let people know that um, if they leave, they're going to suffer not by your hand, but by the world is going to to come get you without the, right. Your and always, you, you have to always taint the outside world as much worse than what's going on with in the situation that they're in. I'm sure, and really in a important. lot of cases, right? Yeah, and in many cases, you can. You, all you have to do is illustrate their lives before you got involved. Like, so you remember what it was like before 
before. Right. It's going right, to right, it's going right. to be even worse. Right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, Marcus, you're you're going to be a great pimp someday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Learn, I'm, I'm really learning the ropes. Learning the ropes. Yeah, the the the, the game of uh, pimping, and there's a yeah. there's some interesting parallels between um, an actual like pimp who who uh, who sells you know women for sex and then keeps all their money, yeah. and and the real world too. We'll kind of we can get into that when when we're done with the uh, the rules. We're at number eight, so always keep. And it says her. But uh, like to get, so I'm just gonna go with that because generally speaking, uh, hoes are are female, but they're they're male hoes too. Of course. Yeah. You know, I don't. Want, I'm not trying to be sexist here. So uh, keep her on the low as possible when it comes to family and haters, because you can't trust none of them. Like mm-hmm. your family, her family. Uh, people that don't like pimps or hoes, like you need to uh, avoid them as much as possible. Because that's, that's, that's not your client base anyway. Yeah, but also for mind control, you need to avoid any new information about the outside world or this other life contaminating your 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 product. Sure. That's true. This rule is more specifically for the pimp himself or, or herself yeah. uh, so that <laughs> you're not influenced by outside forces either. Like, you need to keep your head in the game, and you can't be dealing with uh, family telling you that you should probably find a new profession or the generic hater who's like, I don't like pimps. Like, you don't have you don't have any time for that, right? Um, number nine is pretty simple. Always try to know what's going on. Mm. And and here's a here's an interesting little side note: make them tell on each other. So you want the hose to give you information about the other hose. Like, hey, did. Uh, did so-and-so, I don't know, did so-and-so show up to work today? Maybe not. No, she didn't. Yeah, um, I mean, again, they, again, that's coercion, and that, that creates it, it coercion. Yeah. Right. It's definitely that, um, that kind of uh, peer-to-peer conflict that you want to kind of create to... Uh, Correct. To create uncertainty and... The feeling of paranoia that anyone that you see could be uh, spying or telling on you. Well, also, it's it's creating lack of pure bonding, and bonding yeah. would create uh, a strength, possibly, against whoever's holding them captive in some way. Right. It, so you're it's you're, just a very exactly. very like tricky thing to do. If you do that, that 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 means you're really kind of like stuffing into the brainwashing line. Because that's 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 really one oh one. You know? Yeah, and, and generally 
strictly speaking, a, a, a pimp will have um, like a, a main the main hoe who is kind of like the operations manager. Um, yeah. Who who keeps track of of the day to day things. Um, but but then you also you know you want you want to create this uh, dissonance between even even your your top hoe and the other ones to always create that sense of uncertainty and um, and stop that that bonding or, or unionization process from happening where because you don't want all the, you don't want all your hosts coming together because then you're out they'll just like say oh we they re- they'll realize oh we don't even need the pimp we can go be sexual workers on our own and right. finally finally rule number 10 give respect when respect is due that's pretty vague uh yeah um i can't like good job like good job hoeing today yeah nice job taking 42 penises in your asshole and making me forty five thousand dollars. Get the sure, shit. Here's some. Here's some top ramen. Yeah. And then get dressed because get dressed because I'm gonna go parade ar- you around. Uh, later, Again. Like you're my like you're my girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. So if you follow these rules, you should be Gucci. Yeah. That's it. I mean, can, can we get I the mean, joke though? The joke? Well, the thing that turned out to be quite funny that you came up with. Oh, oh, the pimp test? Yeah. Oh, the pimp test is... Um, oh, the pimp test. Oh, the pimp test is, is cold. It's cold-blooded. It's really cold. It's really cold. So if any of these rules appeal to you, like that, oh, okay, I... I understand the rules of pimping now. The next step is to really ask yourself whether or not you're cold-blooded enough to actually follow through with this. And there's a test. It's pretty brutal. Um, so the idea is is that you get, say, your girlfriend, you convince her to approach your best friend and ask him, she asks him to sleep with her for $100 without mentioning your name. Like, you're not really involved. It's just, hey, there's there's your best friend sitting around. Oh, here comes the girl, uh, the girlfriend of my friend. And she's like, hey, I'll let you sleep with me if you pay me $100. So then, if that happens, then the girl brings you the $100, gives you the $100, and then without telling her, you go back to your, I guess now, ex-friend and give him back his $100 without really saying a word. Like, so what happens is, 
you've created the hoe and a trick. And she doesn't, she'll, she never knows that the guy got the hundred dollars back. The friend didn't know that you were going to get the hundred dollars to begin with. And you just create this weird circle of not goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So what, the, what that does is it turns you into a pimp and a really, um, a really bad person too. Horrendous person, yeah. and a horrible, horrible boyfriend, and a horrible friend. This horrible well, you don't general. have. <clears throat> at that point, you don't have a girlfriend anymore. <clears throat> no, and you don't have a friend anymore. You've no. you've you've manipulated the situation um, into uh, into you. Excuse me, you becoming an actual pimp. The other parties have responsibility here, though, too. It's important to recognize that, like, in a big way, because all you did was promote the, the idea that in, at any step in this process, if if someone says no, then uh, like game over. You don't get involved and say, no, you, you go do, like, it just, right. that's not the part that, it's it's the power of suggestion and manipulation and, and getting people who are, for whatever reason, uh, broken enough to think that this is a good idea. So you're, it's really about taking advantage of people who, because of because of the authority of of the bad idea, and taking advantage of people's. Uh, worst impulses. Right. Like nobody's a winner here. No. And if everyone is weak, then it, in that circle, if everyone is weak and everyone agrees, everyone is fucking idiot and everyone deserves to fucking lose a hundred bucks. See, the, the yeah. reason that, the reason it's, there's more responsibility on the, on the pimp, or you know, is that you're leaving out information from the other parties? Like, yes, you're not. You're not saying that. You're not telling the guy that you sent her. You're not telling him that he's going to get the money back. How humiliating would that be? Can you? I can't imagine. I can't imagine saying a. See, the reason I, I thought it was a joke. The reason yeah. I thought it was a joke was I got the last part wrong. And and oh. like if you change this last part around, it it is actually quite funny. Uh, what, so say say it the way you thought it was. Okay. So the the pimp test is that you get your girlfriend to ask your best friend to sleep with her for a hundred bucks. He does it. You take the money, give it back to your girlfriend. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, so that like, would be... Because that, 
because that's usually the way it goes anyway in a relationship. The girl ends up spending your money. But that's, that's kind of, I don't know why I thought it was funny. Like, I'm stupid. But, well, yeah, this is that a really would, dark that would thing. Be a, that would be a, that would be a, uh, that would just be like, um, I don't know what you call that. Like, you'd be like a free, a free pimp. Like, here, I'm just going to, you'd be like, um, like a, um, employment guy. Like, hey, yeah. you, know, you need a job girlfriend? Oh, like, here's an idea. Go ask all my buddies if they'll sleep with you for money. And then you give me the money and I'll give it back to you. Yeah, I feel really stupid for thinking this was a joke at all or for laughing at it. Like, I, I just read it wrong. Usually my dyslexia flags everything up. But I'm going to blame it on my dyslexia. I'm not a sick human being. It wasn't a joke. This is really bad. Don't try the pen test at home. I can't imagine anyone. See, that's, no. That's the craziest part about all this. Like, you wouldn't want to know anybody who would do that or any of these no. people. Like, no. These are horrible people. Everyone's fucking horrible. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting is we live in a world that, that works on some of these principles. Um, the idea yeah. is that you're either, that you're, the idea is that you're either metaphorically a pimp, a trick, or a hoe. Meaning, yeah. you, you either are the boss, you're a client, or you're an employee. Um, and, and the levels that that goes goes down, like even at the highest levels of like employment, like you know you're the you're the uh, you're the CEO, but but the corporation that you work for is in fact your pimp who who cuts your paycheck. Yeah, and so you're just a prostitute, and and the people that you sell bad products to are are the clients, you know. The, it also uh, like like that 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 sort of triangle reminds me of every single Melrose Place episode, you know, every single Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One episode, or every single soap opera episode I've ever seen in my life. It's like there are always these characters that are always playing these roles in it, you know, and it fucks everything up. It's like everyone's. It's yeah. Um, it's it's a rude awakening to uh, kind of get to this point of understanding that that this is really the like the world that that we live in. Um, yeah. Aside from not not even the not the sex stuff, but that we're all preyed upon by these unknown, un- not understood figures who are these like metaphorical pimps who 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 run everything, and you're either yeah. you're either working for them for for nothing, you know, really like the the value of the value of the labor that you provide 
is is obviously way more valuable than what you end up getting because that's the way capitalism works. Yeah. You couldn't you can't get you can't get paid the true value for your labor. Otherwise, you would be the one running the show. So there has to be a cut taken to your, you know to for the master and right if you're uh like if you're if you're a salesman and you're selling whatever a toaster to to some sucker who for like obviously again way more than it's really worth you have to sell to that person for way more than it's really worth because otherwise you would starve and then part of that again goes to the boss. Uh, it's just um, it's it's really a pyramid, you know. It's it's a it's that triangle that we were talking about. The first con man cons the next con man who cons the next con man who cons the next con man. Indeed. This is capitalism. It really is with the illusion of love mixed into it, which is all yeah. It's all horrible. Like the idea of like self-actualization to be right. all that you can be. You know, it's um, where there's not a way out. Is what we're saying. So no, and that's why um, you know, that's that's why people shouldn't start podcasts because you know, ultimately, you end up just talking about pimps and hoes. Right. 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 But we, we but we did do it successfully, though. Indeed, we have. We have accomplished this. Well, because we said yes. Right. But but and, not to and, the pimp test. Do not say yes yeah. to the pimp test, people. Don't do no. it. No. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Well, I didn't know that well, we were going to be talking about how to be a pimp today. That's interesting. Yeah, it is quite interesting. It's quite an interesting topic, actually. I don't think anyone else has fucking talked about that before in the podcast or on YouTube. I don't know if there are any, like, I mean, I'm sure there are some, like, videos about it, but they're oh, not as good as course. this one. No, but but we're not going to be any more successful than than any other, no. any other episode about how to be a pimp either. We're just gonna right. stay kind of down okay. near, down near the bottom, you know, like just trolling the the ocean floors yep. of of YouTube. What? and that's fine. You know, ultimately. Sure. Um there there was this I <clears throat> a friend of mine oh. has a uh, a fairly new podcast and and from our our point of view, like he's doing like pretty pretty good, like really well. Um, yeah, he's got like thirteen thousand subscribers, and um, you know several thousand views on each video um, on a regular basis. And then I was listening to a much larger uh, podcast the other day, and someone mentioned. Uh, the idea that that oh you think uh, 
what was it? It was like something about, oh, that podcast or or using the example of a a little, little tiny uh, show that, you know, only has like 20 or 30,000 subscribers. And like that was like so uh, little and so bad. Like you're just super tiny. So, yeah. So it's all relative. So that makes me sure. feel not so bad about, you know, a few hundred people uh, listening to us every every week. I mean, you know, we get we get like a thousand people a week. Uh, it's, yeah. un, it's kind of unreal to think, but we get like a thousand people a week checking us out, and um, and that's cool. Like that's really because, cool because I really enjoy. I really think we have a good, like, solid base of of listeners who really enjoy what we're doing. And the reason I yeah. think that is because I, I hear, I'm starting to hear more and more from them that that what we're doing is is entertaining and worthwhile. So it's cool. Episode thirty, and we're uh, we're going to keep going. Yes, we are. Yeah. I mean, for me, I I just like having a place to be creative. I've never had a uh, I've never had like a uh, a canvas to paint on before, and I feel like I can paint here, or like you know, draw my art, yeah, and do art. I'm super know. glad that we decided to do this. Like from the beginning, we you know we understood that 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 was really what it was about that creative outlet yeah. and and maybe other people would uh, be into it maybe not but it, even if they weren't we have um, at this point like 200 plus videos of varying degrees of uh, quality yeah like that's a real archive of, of the last six months of, of our lives and, and kind of what yeah. we've been up to and and the cool thing is people are finding it interesting. Right. You know, that's that's awesome. Like it's just cool. And so and I'm I really, really love it. We yeah. Started to do this. Yeah, me too. Yay. <laughs> so sh- should I um Yeah, I guess we should uh call it a day. I guess we should wrap it up then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Big right. pimpin'. Yep. Big pimpin'. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, man. All right, you guys. Bye.